Hello, gorgeous. It is yours truly, Lala Kent. Welcome back to the Give Them Lala podcast. Wow, I'm like truly obsessed with myself today, listening to my voice in these headphones. And you get a look at yourself. Wow. Wow. This is the best day ever. Your voice is calming in these headphones. You know what? Thank you, Jessica. You're welcome. I feel that. Um, Welcome, Easton. Hey, everybody. How are you, Jess? I'm so good. How are you guys? Um, We're round two in the studio. What a trip. I know. Do you feel a little bit less nervous, T? Yeah. I'm not nervous. It's just overwhelming still. It is. Because we usually don't have producers sitting here listening. I'm like, oh, they get to judge my podcast in real time. I hate that. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Yeah. When they can't see me, I feel like they can hear me. I'd rather just send it into the world and then have them judge. Like, well, it's too late. It's already out there. Let me ask you something. When you say something, do you look for their laugh? Yes. <laughs> I do, too. And when they don't, it makes me feel a little, a little bit sad. Really? We yeah. may have to get a laugh track on the podcast now. Give right? me the button. I'm very excited about the podcast and everything that it's doing and going to YouTube. If you guys have not um, already heard because you live under a rock, it's okay. I live there, too, sometimes. We're on YouTube, so um, go to my Instagram page or the podcast page, um, Give Them Lala Podcast, and make sure you subscribe because you get to see all the funny stuff that we do. Because in my mind, I said this the other day, I was like, in my mind, I am Amy Schumer. (laughs) And they were like, oh, that is in your mind, isn't it? I'm like, yes, it is. Don't burst my bubble. So last week's episode, we had Howie Mandel. That was Uh, the episode that we finally released after, I want to say, like almost a month. And people loved it. We got a lot of love saying, I'm so happy that you were able to talk to him about his OCD. It's a real thing. I struggle with it. There was a lot of love. But there were also people who were like, are you kidding me? We waited all of this time for the Howie episode. So I want to tell you guys, we did that episode. It's fully filmed in Howie's studio The entire episode will be released, but unfortunately, there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen on this podcast, especially the Howie episode. There were a lot of notes coming in. I want you all to read between the lines. I'm not going to say who was listening to the podcast and approving and saying what could go in and what couldn't, but I think we're all smart enough to understand what I'm saying, correct? Correct. So we had to comb through Howie's episode with a fine-tooth comb. And yes, do I wish that I could have released the entire interview? Yes. It was amazing. It was juicy. It was mind-blowing. And it will be released. I just have to wait until all the cooks in the kitchen do a taste test and say it's ready to go. Are we all on the same page? Yes. Yes. I'm curious just because Howie commented on your podcast post um, what about that episode. He just said, I had so much, I, I'm, I don't know exactly, but basically the message was I had so much fun, but wow, all the hate is crazy. What did you think about the feedback? Did you, did you get any feedback? Did you look at any feedback or were you like, it's out there? You know? I try to only have my team give me feedback because... I'm the type of person where I care about the numbers that come in. I don't care if there's hate. I need it. Now, if the numbers are reflecting what the comments are saying, then obviously we need to reevaluate. The episode did tremendously well. I heard from the team that everything went great and people listened to the episode. Some liked it. Some didn't like it. That's life. And I've been dealing with haters for a very long time. I also was like going in on Howie Mandel when he chose to do that interview with Sandoval. But like meeting him, he was so kind. He was amazing in a way I was like, wow, I'm really glad that you you live in a bubble. And I understand where your head was at when you said, let's interview this guy and have no preconceived notion of the situation at hand. Like I was digging that. I don't think his daughter was digging that very much. I think she wishes that maybe it would have gone a little bit differently. But at the same time, like there will be a day where the dust settles and people aren't going to be riding as heavy. And I think that when you get to look back and go like, I'm glad I didn't go as hard on that person because now everyone's forgotten. And I can say like, you know what? I offered grace in a time that not much grace was given to someone. 
So there's my long-winded answer to that. I have a question. Always, TT. So, like Howie in that space, are you not allowed to talk a lot about Vanderpump as well? No. Especially after everything blew up. Like, we're, we're already put our feeder to the fire when it comes to, like, you have a podcast and you're on a Bravo show. Like, you're not allowed to talk about anything. And that's a really, like, fine line for me because I'm an open book and I like to talk about everything. But obviously, I don't want to talk about things that are happening in real time that are going to air later on. So I'm sure that the audience is going to be excited to see what this season holds. It's the first time ever, and I say this all the time, but this is the first time that I have put my guard down and I immediately regretted it. I was going to ask you how you liked it. I did not like it. I felt extremely exposed. And for me, most people would say, because I talked to production about it, I was like, I never again. They were like, but those are the moments that like show that you're a real person. I'm like, I'm okay, like not being a real person on camera. (laughs) Like not to say that I'm not a real person when we're filming. I just feel like I put my armor on because you have to. You're going into like a territory where it's like, this isn't just a conversation between you and I. This is going to be like shown to the world. And I'm nervous. So even though I'm being myself and maybe there is no difference, the feeling inside when I know like, okay, I'm going to have my guard up a bit is completely different. And I feel a little bit more safe that way. So we'll see if I can continue to be vulnerable the rest of the season. I know that was hard for you, but I am very excited to see all of that because it is, you know, we see vulnerable Lala every day day. and it's beautiful. And so, yeah, I'm very excited to see what you're talking about and and how it comes across on screen. I am too. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. For people to see that side, because I feel like they only see filming Lala when we get to see Lala off camera. Independent guard up Lala. Don't come for me. Like it's what you've said, what you've talked about before. A lot of times, sometimes you don't get defended ways other people will because they're like, Lala's got it. She's like, she'll stand up for herself. She'll come for you. That's guard up Lala. But there's a very vulnerable, beautiful, I think they're both beautiful, but you know what I mean? There's a very, there's something so soft about a very big part of you and vulnerable. Yeah. Thank you, Jess. Yeah. I think just based off, I don't know what everyone else has filmed, but you will see some sort of a turn where there's things that I have maybe needed in the past that I didn't get because people think that like, oh, she's got her own back. There is a little bit of a a twist, which I was very, very thankful for. It's just a very interesting environment to be a part of. I can only imagine. Yeah. And there will be a day where the dust settles. People move on, you know? It's the strangest season that we've ever filmed. And for the first time, like usually when we film, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see when this airs. And this round, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go and do and be. And then I'm going to retreat because I'm very much in a healing process right now. Last year was not that way at all. It was like guns blazing. My body was moving just out of survival and my mind was trying to process, but the two couldn't keep up with each other. And now they're working in sync and it is like I'm freaking exhausted. (laughs) I won't even lie. Um, I want to talk about this very, very quickly since we're in Barbie zone. Everyone's talking about the Barbie movie. They're completely obsessed. I still need to see it. So do I. I mean, didn't it just come out? Yeah. Yeah, On like the 21st. And it's still, we, I walked by a theater yesterday. People still dressed up in that shit. And lines. And I thought, I can give it a couple months. I, I, I'll see it at home. I'll wait until it's on a streaming service. Yeah, I don't, I don't need think it on a big screen. I don't either. Plus, I, I think that I don't know if it's, like, child-friendly. I was just... Barbie? Like, yeah, is it? I don't know. It might I be no PG-13. Idea. It may be a little sexy Barbie. Oh. I was you hoping have... for rated R. What? A little yes, nudity Barbie. Oh, my God. <laughs> With Margo, aren't we all? <laughs> Bring it back to the old Wolf of Wall Street, Margot. Margot right. Robbie and the Wolf. Damn, we Ooh. all fell in love with her then. I, that, yeah, we were right looking then, for Wolf of Wall Street, Barbie. That's what we like to see. And there was no wolf on that Wall Street, right? Oh, my God. We liked it all. I feel like I'm a part of a Barstool podcast <laughs> now. What the all these up. freaking A is this? I got myself hot. Well, speaking of, I know Margot Robbie is hot. And apparently on TikTok, the Gen Zers, you know, they, they love to, like, be Gen Z. Um, 
are calling Margot Robbie mid. And I was like, what is mid? And apparently that means like mid shelf. Like she's kind of like, eh. like if you go and to like buy weed, it's like I'll take the middle middle of the road. Like it don't got to be great. But like, don't give me the shit. Give me middle. And I'm like, on what planet is Margot Robbie a mid? I know the people who say she's mid weren't even old enough to watch Wolf of Wall Street. Also, well, they should probably do that. So go home, sit down. It's like all the people with the forward haircuts. You get what I'm saying? No. Yeah. What is the forward haircut? It's like Tell trimmed me. in the back and it all goes forward. I don't know what's going on with it. Oh, they is like that now? That are, that's Those a Gen Z vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's Those a, are the people who are saying Margot Robbie isn't hot. And for mid. Me, or, she's, yeah. she's objectively, I'm talking just biologically, distance between the eyes, the shape of the nose, the face, objectively one of the most beautiful, beautiful women in the world. I agree. <laughs> I'm gonna, it's a she bold is not statement. mid. No, I was She's got shit. talent too. I don't know what these people are saying. It's like mm. they're getting off to the model who just posts and face tunes the shit out of it. I guarantee. Well, that's and this is what, what I was can- wondering. Like, and then I asked, I think it was you, Jess, like, where do they put Kim K? And you were like, oh, she's top shelf. Mm-hmm. And by the way, she's definitely top shelf. But like Margot Robbie is also top shelf. I'm just confused because... For a minute there, everyone was talking about how, like, everyone's deflating their face, which made me very nervous. And I was like, I don't think I can get on that train. <laughs> but then when they were like, everyone's deflating their ass, I was like, oh, hell yeah. I don't need to schedule the appointment for the BBL no more. But I was thinking, like, so if you have lips to, like, out to here, froze as it gets in a BBL with no talent, like, that's top shelf. Which is great for me. Because all I'm missing is the BBL, I guess, you know, but it's so crazy. Like, I don't understand how she could be. Who's judging this? The people with the forehead, like are oh, women judging the it? The four, the, the people, the forward haircuts. <laughs> yeah. Don't bring my people into this. The people with the foreheads, babe. <laughs> no. Leave us out of this, honey. What? <laughs> no, but every I do take the back that back because I did say that about Kim. I don't even think Gen Z would say that about Kim. Gen Z's all over the place, and I know that, and I could say that because I have a little brother who's Gen Z. They're all over the place. Aren't so, they all like microdosing and shit? Uh, who knows? They're all doing all, all the things, but kid. also none of the. They're things doing at everything the same time. to like do something great in the world, but actually not doing anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> like if that makes sense. Let's like, be different. Let's be different. Let's save all the animals just by posting one time and like talking about it. And I would donate money, but like I don't have a job because I don't want to give money to the man. I don't want to work for the man. It's just like very intense. Is Ocean? <laughs> She's a- coming for you, Gen Z. I think some bitch is coming for Margot Robbie. <laughs> I know. I'm just don't do it again. Offended by it? No. Um. Okay. So we all agree that she's a ten. Yes. yes. If you don't agree, watch Wolf of Wall Street immediately. I'm gonna watch it for no reason today. Are uh, you? Ooh. He's got. He's hot over here, so he's got to watch it to get some of that heat out. He's talking about Margot Wolf of Wall Street. That's Kyle's number top, by the way. Same. Margot Wolf of Wall Street. That's like. Oh, with the New York accent, and mm-hmm. then she like spreads her leg with no her no legs with undies? no undies, and she's like messing with freaking Leonardo DiCaprio, basically being like, "Bitch, I run right? things around here." He's crawling toward her. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! No, I just turned it off. Now we're all <laughs> we're all sweating. We'll all watch it together. Oh my! Oh no! <laughs> oh, maybe alone. I like that. Better. Oh, wow. are you feeling hot? Okay. I have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time. I have been having some serious hair issues, and now with baby number two on the way, I'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. And I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. 
you get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LALA. Have you done your Mother's Day shopping yet? Friendly reminder, use Rakuten. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while you shop. And this week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cashback event of the entire year. You get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores. I'm talking Adidas, Splendid, Ray-Ban, Elf Cosmetics, Dermastore, Lego, Stanley, and even Dyson. New Dyson vacuum for me and the new house. Yes, I am treating myself and enjoying some serious cash back. I love seeing those Rakuten cash back deposits in my PayPal account. Rakuten will also send you a check if you don't have PayPal. So join the 15 million members, including me, who are already saving with Rakuten. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You will not see higher cashback rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. So I was (laughs) scrolling the gram and Garcelle from Housewives of BH addressed the unfollowing of Lala Kent on Instagram. Ooh, what'd she say? She said, yes, she unfollowed because of things that she had heard. And then she also said that we were at a table together, which I don't think I knew that. Maybe I did. Did I know that? I'm like, when was this? The Vanderpump Dogs Gala. Mm-hmm. Lisa... I guess, put her at our table. And once they sat down, they noticed me and they left because she needed to, and I quote, protect her peace. Okay, her peace of mind, her just her energy. And it was just you that was throwing off the peace or everyone at the table? I think just me. Like the question was about me on Watch What Happens Live. And that's what she said. And then the girl who did it with her was like, protect your peace, honey, or whatever. And in my head, I'm like, I feel like I should have been the one protecting my peace. I mean, like, I'm over here, like, doing right by God. You know, I may throw the F word around, talk about some cookie. But at the end of the day, like, mm. I live a pretty pretty decent life. I think it's you who needs to be worried about my peace. <laughs> you know? Well, what was, what did, you said she addressed the unfollow, and I'm assuming it was because you had some things to say about her son, Oliver, correct? I'm assuming so, too. But I I also said we don't control like when Ocean goes out into the world, like I can only do so much. Right. Ocean's going to one day go into the world and be whoever she is. And I'm going to have to pray to God that she doesn't like act a damn fool and hurt people's feelings. Like I just have to hope that that happens. Right. Mm -hmm. There's some things I can't control. So I always liked Garcelle. I thought she was she's always been kind to me. Um, And then. You know, everything happened on on Vanderpump and with, you know, the ex-wife. And I was just very, very triggered by it. I was like, oh, I've met a hundred of this person. And and I just I don't like like this at all. And me wanting to protect other people, you know, you got to talk about it because it could end very badly where you you don't even realize it. And I just think people like that can sometimes become dangerous to your mental state, especially. And I did not place blame on her for that. You know, these are this is who he is or maybe is not. I don't know. But I thought it was so strange that I don't even feel like I was very intense when I would say certain things. I mean, y'all saw the reunion. I said, I'm not going to talk about this. I don't want to touch on it because I actually do like and respect Garcelle tremendously. It was just strange to have someone say that they wanted to protect their their peace from me. (laughs) Literally never heard that in my life. (laughs) Anybody. (laughs) You're the one always protecting your peace. Yes. In her, I guess, defense, not uh, whatever. I get it. I mean, 
just from knowing how you would be with Ocean, it's her baby. Yeah, anyone, a single that negative part. word, it's like, you're done. You're done. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say that, Jess. If anyone came for Ocean, I don't care what she what she had done. Like, I'm the mama, and mm-hmm. you come for her, and you're dead to me. <laughs> so I completely understand where she was coming from. But when you read things about yourself, and you're like, why does this make no sense? Like, I feel like I'm reading another language. Like, protect my peace from Lala Kent. I was like, What? <laughs> Like you've gone at her a hundred times. <laughs> Can't do it again. I'm like the one my saging myself from the world every night and then Palo Santoing and like opening all the <laughs> windows and being like, out, out, smudge, <laughs> smudge. Like she wouldn't even had to have left because had I sat down and they would have been there, like I would have left. She could have enjoyed her evening. And I left early because I was so retired. <laughs> I'm retired? I wish that they would have stayed because I certainly would have left. Yes. To enjoy their night about the dogs. I was having a rough day that day anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. I don't even remember you. you, I asked you the next day, how was the gala? And you said everything was great. And I feel like if there was a thing, you would have mentioned, oh, yeah, it was weird. Garcelle got up and and you didn't. So I I don't think I saw her. Okay. (laughs) She must have locked eyes on me and said, abort, abort. (laughs) You know, I will say I appreciate anybody who decides to protect their peace. Even if it's against me, <laughs> you know, like yeah. do what you got to do. Your the peace is all we got. Peace is all we got. It's a rough world out there. Um, did you guys decide to watch the new reboot of uh, New York? I'm gonna. Mm, you're not gonna like my. <laughs> I'm what, do you, an... what do you guys do all day? No, no, no. Other stuff. <laughs> other other stuff than watch. No, I. Here's what I do. I cannot wait to watch it. I like to put my focus into it. So clearly, what I you can do, wait because you don't been waiting. <laughs> what I did do was I watched clips and I did a little research and I listened to some recaps. And so I feel like I'm Cliff in the notes. know. Cliff notes. Cliff yes. Notes. I well, I didn't even do that. So there's two episodes that have aired so far. Um, we did not. I didn't get to the second episode. They air on Sunday nights. I didn't get to the second one. So next week, I'll recap episode two and three. But the reason we did not get to the second episode, Teeter, can you talk about it or will you get emotional? No, I won't talk about it because we read up on it. But our kitty died last night, passed away, and she is in a better place. I just hope that she didn't suffer because, like, she was normal when we got home from Palm Springs. And then she just suddenly was laying on her side and I knew something was off. So we ran her to the the vet. He called, called my, my mom, mom and said, I have to laugh about this Why? because we own we've owned how many animals, and I call and I'm like, so she's panting, and so she goes, okay, I'll come down. Like it was like, okay, like I didn't know, and she goes, well, well how was, hot is it? It in was there? And it I was, was pretty like, late, and when you hear like an animal's panting. Of course, my mom's not going to expect. And the way yeah. you were saying it, Easton, you were like, she's just panting a lot. Like, you didn't go into detail. So I will defend mom. No, on this. I will. She's like okay. an animal lover. And had you said, like, the real situation, well, I think it would have been. It just I, sounded like so the, the cat thing. was panting and, like, needed some water. Well, that's the right. thing. So she called me and she goes, how hot is it in your place? And I said, I'm FaceTiming you. So just look. And right when I FaceTimed her and she saw, she was like. I'm coming over right now. So she came over. Luckily, she grabbed her. And unfortunately, she passed on the way to the vet. But she did it in my mom's arms. So I'm very happy for that. Yeah. So I I was on the phone with Easton because obviously my mom was distraught. The cat's name was Kid Kitty, like Kid Cuddy. Mm -hmm. Um, And my mom rescued the cat from the Humane Society of Utah. I mean, I still lived in Utah and I've been in L.A. for 10 years. So... We had the cat for a very long 12 time. 12 13 years. We, yeah. Yeah, around 12, 13 years we had the cat. At this point in time, the cat, when we first got her, was like skin and bone. Her organs were shutting down. She had just had a litter of kittens that obviously were taken and put up for adoption. Um, her fur was like so greasy. She wasn't cleaning herself. She was obviously dying. So my mom brought her back to the house. I remember they kept her in like this warm little kennel area to, so that she felt safe and secure. Syringe fed her for like weeks on end. She started getting her groove back, which they did not think was going to happen. 
We went on vacation. My mom was like, I'm going to bring the cat back to the shelter, hopefully get her on her feet. Maybe she'll get adopted. We come back. The cat is back to struggling heavily. So we bring the cat back, nurse her to health. She had a pinhead. She was so fat oh. and so happy. <laughs> she was a happy eater. Yes. She, was, she had a good life. She so had that's a great life. With. She would lick the pit bull's face oh, yeah. and they would cuddle. She was like just the sweetest cat. And you can tell that Poppy and Bernie, my pities, they, they're sad. Yeah. Well, of course. It's like losing but, a sibling right. for them. Yeah. So, yeah. The energy's off right now, but it'll be back. It'll be back. My mom's getting the cat cremated, so we'll have some of that. She's getting the paw. We're getting it like aquamated. That's oh. not what it is, but it's like a now it's a more eco-friendly way where oh. it's like high pressure and you get like 80% more of the ashes back. So we did it that way. Look oh, at amazing. It. You guys can correct me on the term, but it's like used with high pressure okay. water and stuff like that. So we're doing it that way. So we get more of her back, which is great. Yeah. And my mom and Easton said that the vets at MASH, which is over in West Hollywood, they were so amazing. I could hear them on the phone and Ocean could hear my mom crying and she's like, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Well, they did. And what's it called? They called mom and they were like, hey, are you close? And mom was like, we're pulling up. And they were like, are you in a gray car? And she goes, yes. And two of them came running out. Oh, my God. And they just said, give us the cat. They took it and just sprinted back. Yeah. And I just said, do CPR. And they just did it because I, I knew they would ask. So I just said, do it. Yeah. And I then, have goosebumps. Yeah. I'm so sorry for no, your you. loss. For, I know losing you. a pet, it's only happened to me once so far, but it's, I don't have a child. So one of the most heartbreaking. No, things really. And that's how it is. Life. So I could only imagine. So. Yeah. Oh, no. But no, I'm very I, blessed to have had her as long as we did and given her the life that we did. I feel yes. like we did very well for her. So she I'm had happy. a very, very good life, TT. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Easton has experienced such trauma. He's the one that found my dad. He's the one that saw the cat with like... Just keeps coming. I know. Man. All right, though. We're all right. Thick skin. <laughs> we'll get by. Well, I love you, TT, and you're very Thank strong. You, so that's why we didn't get to the second episode. We had other things going on. Looking to light... forward to watching it, though. It is good. So when I heard that Roni was over and they were recasting and doing a full reboot, I was, like, personally offended. I was like, you're telling me that there's no more Sonia Morgan, there's no more Luann, Ramona, like, all of these iconic women who started this franchise. And by the way, there were even women who came on for like a couple seasons that still fit in so well. And it was just like an iconic show. Mm -hmm. And what happened on it, you literally felt like you were, that they were just being followed by a camera. It was the one franchise or one city, a part of the franchise where you were like, there's no producers here. <laughs> Like, literally, because they were all so chaotic and freaking awesome, okay? So I took that as, like, one of the greatest heartbreaks that I'll experience in all my lives was when they <laughs> decided to rebrand re the whole thing. So I was going into the reboot. I first of all saw the cast, and I was like, I mean, they're hot, but whatever. <laughs> Ooh, are they? Yes. yes. All right, now I'm really excited. <laughs> And I loved how diverse it was. It was like, okay, it's diverse. All right. I'm warming up. I'm warming up. <laughs> and then I just broke and turned it on the TV, right? 12 minutes in, I was like, done. I'm freaking obsessed with all of these women. The relationships feel organic. The drama, hear me out. So the drama this, this episode was that Bryn, who's like, the hot, sexy vixen, single captain trying to steal your man. And she tells her friend, Sai, that Aaron had made a comment. I hope I'm getting their names right. Brynn, I know, is right. But Brynn is right. Yeah. I think Sai is right. And I, I think Aaron is right as well. Give me a minute because I will get the names down. Trust me. By second episode, I'll be like, dee -de 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 -de. but it's about a cheese board. And that Sai said, to Bryn, it was so weird that like she was that Aaron was serving cheese at her event as she put cheese in her mouth. OK, <laughs> so that was the first that was the first red mark for Aaron. 
right? Mm -hmm. Am I saying this correctly? I I hope so. You guys know what I'm talking about. The other one was Aaron put a group dinner together. They bleep out the restaurant's name because they're dragging it. Okay. (laughs) But I now know what the restaurant is. Do tell. The restaurant is Catch. (laughs) (laughs) It's so shit. (gasps) No. I hate it. I love it. Bite your fucking tongue. Shame. Never. Shame. 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 Bring it on. I'm not even going to listen. He he eats like a six-year-old. I love eating nothing with taste. <laughs> yeah, this I'm guy a one-trick pony. I hate the feel like there. I don't know why baked, I don't like catch. He likes baked lays. Who likes baked lays? Shout out baked lays. You Shout go out. in for just the lays with the grease on the fingers. No, I love a good dry cardboarded chip. <laughs> I understand like a, oh, this restaurant is like whatever, like old news. But I, Ketch's food is amazing. I'll I, give it another chance. Apparently you shouldn't go but, there anymore because it's so 2012, if you ask Bryn. But I will say I was personally offended by the comment and here's why. I have such a fond memory of Catch. I, the last time I went to Catch in New York. What year? It was with you in my drinking days. (laughs) And I apologize for what you experienced on this trip. I, were you at the dinner with us? Yes, I was. You guys are going to judge me so hard. I'm a filthy, disgusting fuck. (laughs) Okay? Yes. And this is where I'm thinking about Catch, too. And this is why I don't like it. a fuck. That makes sense. <laughs> we had an entire group of people, right? And when I say I am balls deep in my alcoholism, like we're there. Okay. Okay. You couldn't be any more rock bottom if you tried. All right. She's I, up to her scrotum. I put on this mesh lingerie top. Nipples out. Nipples out. Nipples out to go to dinner. I'm there. Okay. Easton's there. And okay. all the boys or the mans are like, Looking and I wonder why is it is my face just hitting that right? No, the nipples are out. I then find an NBA baller who's who's trying to club, right? So we leave together and we're like popping into all of these bars and nightclubs. We then go back to Soho House where we're staying. I'm staying. He comes in, we do the deed. Say it was great to meet you. By the way, he drove me in his Ferrari to Soho House, which I was like, this is pretty cool. Could have been a Lamborghini. I wouldn't know the difference at that time. Could have been his brothers. (laughs) Could have been anybody. (laughs) Could have been anyone's. Are you with her? Are you guys? Okay. I ditched him. Okay. She ditched him. Thank God. Don't want to be there for that one. Hey. In the corner. (laughs) No, I ditched him. And so for me, just where I was at in life, I needed that experience so Catch will forever hold a giant spot in my heart. And whether it's 2012 or 2077, I will be at Catch, okay? I think that's so beautiful, Easton. I need to go back and get a new memory of it because it's that's pretty— That's really, really nice. It's not that I nice. Love it. It's kind <laughs> of a— No, because you had a—I feel like that a lot of people with that experience maybe would be like— And then at the end, he was a— uh, what's the Lala-ism for a the A word? I said the F word on this podcast because okay. I was so offended <laughs> by oh, you I've saying that you didn't times. like catch. We're Sorry. trying to get rid I of it. I was going to say, well, I was, you know, like, uh, and he was an asshole at the end. And then no. I had to leave. But he was nice. And no, he, he, was, he was nice. Every time I popped back into New York, I mean, still to this day, if he sees I'm in New York, he's like, hey, what's up? But I'm not going backwards. We have right. to move forward. If we've hit, if I've hit before, we can't go back. I hear you. Oh, I hear you. I know you. The, the guy's, all, he's cool. I liked him. He okay. treated her well for whatever that fuck they had. <laughs> Let's all go back. <laughs> back to the episode, sorry. Let's all go back to catch and we'll make it better yeah, for you. Because how many people want to look across the table and see their sister's nipples all dinner? She's like, put that on. A what pole. are you looking at? <laughs> yeah, I know. Easton, why are you looking at me funny? I don't it was know. When Can I help you? It's when the nipples were in. Well, Do you we, remember there was a moment where I think yes. one of the Willis sisters was walking through New York with her nipples out. Kim K had nips out. Like everyone, Rihanna. So yes. I just wanted to like pretend like I was just one of those people. I feel like nipples have never gone out, but I hear what you're saying. It was when everyone was walking around with the nips out with like mesh. Mesh. Yeah. 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 Where yeah. you totally. could see them. Not the Jennifer Aniston nipples out. Friends. No. Not like rock. The cute one. Not rock tit. No, like rock tit. Full nip. Heard rumors that Areola within like into like three or a few seasons of Friends, those were actually fake because they were so famous. I, they were iconic. They were so iconic that people were like, where are the nips? And so she had to put start putting in 
like ones that were hard 24 7 basically pasties like like fake nips you can buy fake nips they're like petals and actually that's a genius idea Mm -hmm. because here's the thing about the petals Mm. that cover the nip then you just look like you've got giant areolas (laughs) you know so what's worse no that's so true because i've taken off my bra or taken off my shirt and been like oh my god like jump scare and i'm like oh it's just no I do the same thing it's just after a long night of filming i'm like my nipples fell off (laughs) holy shit no, it's scary. Which, which, by the way, we love all size areolas. But for for someone who maybe has a different, you know, you take off your shirt and then I like if whatever areola. areola if it's your natural one. Yes. But yeah. when you yeah. have a petal and it's got these petal marks, it's like what? Like a man would be like, what's happening here? She's got flower nipples. <laughs> you know, I. It's not about the size of the nip. It's about the petal of it. The petal, the petal of, of it. it. Exactly. But which who knows? That great. could be cute. Hey, yeah. we're just lucky to see them, so thank you. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press-On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now, and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part, zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique underlash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Mannies have a patented super hold adhesive for up to 7 days secure hold, and that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress No Glue Press-On Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now, so get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala and use code lala at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash lala and use code lala at checkout for 25% off. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Did we did we go on a tangent? Because you we were did. talking about New York. We were talking okay. about New York. So back to New York. The cheese. They end up squashing the beef. Everyone, not everyone. Actually, I threaded about this because thread is still popping right now. And I really love it. I think of thread as like my vacation home. Love that for you because you never were on Twitter. So this is great. Instagram is like my apartment in L.A. There's like sirens and people screaming at each other. Like it's just very chaotic and intense where threads is like the desert of social media. So no one uses it? No. I have the app. They don't use, use it. They use it, but everyone's so friendly. Like I could say anything on there, like tooting my own horn and everyone's like, you go, girl, slay the day. Like they're so kind. I like this app. So I posted, like, what do y'all think about this? And there were just a few, a few that said, I can't believe that the biggest drama is about cheese. (laughs) Let's go back. Are you a Real Housewives watcher, Jess? Like throwback days? Throwback. Mr. Bubs is. Mr. Bubs is through and through. So then I think you'd agree with me on this. Okay. If you go back to early seasons of, like, Housewives and the drama that they had and why we fell in love with this franchise, It is the silliest drama in the world. It's about sprinkle cookies. It's about who didn't get invited to a a dinner. You know, like it's very, very stupid, but it's relatable because in real life, most people's drama is not people going to prison or being indicted on like insurance fraud, like whatever it may be, you know? Like, in real life, your best friend isn't going toes with the legal system over $750,000 earrings. 
So maybe there is a shift that's happening and we've given the people too much of like intense drama that they're bored. But I would like the viewers to really go back to like the first days of Housewives. The whole reason why there's 172 cities of the Real Housewives franchise. Damn. The normal freaking drama that you can relate to. You also have to remember, this is me defending Roni right now because I think everyone should give it a try. This is a brand new cast. They're just getting used to having their lives filmed. Some are going to take it on better than others. Some are going to overcompensate. Some are going to get intimidated. Some are just going to thrive. And it's like like Aaron and Jenna Lyons thriving. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if I were to meet them in person, they would be the exact same person that they are on camera. There are some where I'm like, oh, I feel like you're, you're a little bit more tamed than you are on the show. I love all of it. But I want people to give it a chance. And just know, like, of course it's going to be about cheese right now. Like, you can't just go in and these people, for the first time ever, are having to talk behind people's backs on camera. Usually, normal people, they go tell their friend and then, like, it's squashed, right? And that person doesn't tell. Now, you got to say that stuff. And then the next scene, you better be telling the other person what that person just told you because... If not, someone's going to step in and be like, hey, remember that thing? (laughs) Which you never have to do anything you don't want to do. But at the end of the day, it's going to air. You might as well just like air your dirty laundry to that person and not have to deal with the repercussions at the reunion because that's when it gets intense. And the audience calls you out. If you wanted to, if you were to have one of the new um, Roni ladies on this podcast... Oh my gosh, that is so freaking hard. I would die to have Jenna Lyons, obviously. She's an icon and her closet's insane. But I think the first one would probably be Bryn. Okay. Yes. Why? Um, I fell in love with her once she said that sh- her go-to is massage porn because that's what my go-to is when I do watch porn, which is like a rare occasion. Wow. You what hear is- that, fellas? I like when a massage goes like a little too far. <laughs> you like upstairs in the old massage parlor. I heard that happens more than we think. My question, I'm really glad you brought up Bryn. Easton's like, wait, say more. Yeah, you're going to slide by that that quick, all right? So I heard, because I was, again, doing research, so I was seeing interview clips. I heard Bryn is close friends with Pandora, Lisa Vanderpump's daughter. Yes. And there was talk years ago about her possibly being on Vanderpump Rules. Not only that, she made out with Peter on Halloween one time. So this is fun. Peter, like, pulls mad. Hot. Like, what is that? Bravo, Peter. Bravo, Peter. He's pulled all the baddest. Yeah. Well, I, I tagged all of the girls in my threads post. And Bryn reached out and was like, I met you years ago with Pandora at Villa Blanca. And I was like, I knew that she looked familiar. So, yeah, she's like very much in the circle of Pandora's life. Amazing. So I would love to get her on the podcast. You know what I also loved about watching these women? They talk like we do. Like they say like that slaps. Um, I think it's Uba said um, during sex, she's a starfish. And I'm like, I talk about like I use those things because I'm so used to watching these women who are so much older than me. And of course, they're fabulous, but it's not relatable. And now we've taken a group of women who are like so cool, all different age range. And that age ranges. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Words are really hard today. (laughs) But like these women really are friends like that is New York. Like a very diverse group of women who get along. All of their houses are phenomenal. Jenna Lyons Closet, I want to live in there. And to see her call out and actually have producers keep it in when Bryn and Aaron hug after Cheesegate is squashed and one is in sequins and the other one is in lace. And she's like, I was fine with the clothes being on, but then they go to hug. And I was like, everyone knows that if you are in lace or someone else's and the other person the opposing party is in sequence. You go like this and you go, mwah, mwah. no touching because the sequin will then attach itself to the lace, pull, and then your fabric is screwed and the look is ruined. Everyone knows this. Everyone knows this? I've known it. So sequin. You lace. don't know that? No, sequin. I do. It's like You don't this- hug? Absolutely mm. not. If you came near me in sequins and I was in lace, I would, it's a skirt. Thank God yeah. I've never yeah. done that. Away. I know that. 
Wow, I'm learning something new. See, they're keeping little things in that are like so, it's like, yes, I love that they kept that in because it's so important for the world to know that you air kiss with puppy paws in the air. (laughs) Back away, back away. That's what I like. It's like COVID. Well, it's six feet, <laughs> six feet. In, when you're in lace, six feet apart. And then back to back to starfish. Is that like dead fish? Well, it's kind of like where you lay yourself it's like right. this. Oh, dead just, fish. No, it's a starfish. It, oh. We always used to dead say fish they have, is like this. How did she? Have, how was she? She's a dead fish. She just lied there. Uh, and people want to know <laughs> what helps you stay sober. Uh, thoughts of that. <laughs> Do you re- do you remember? Uh, <laughs> do I want to know what else I, I want to know incoherently? <laughs> I can't remember exactly where because I wasn't there, but I think we were in Miami. Okay. And you were at a restaurant and you fell up the stairs, and everyone yes. was chanting. Disney for World, it. Disney World, and it was a. I restaurant. got sober that same that That's same so trip. trip. It was the same. Yeah, okay, the I same Disney given... World in your book because mm-hmm. you talked about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, falling up the stairs of the uh, Hard Rock. What was it? it Red they, Robin or something. Red they, Robin. Was it Red Robin or was it? They had like the uh, Captain Crunch, like Planet Hollywood. That thing. That's it. Wasn't was that it? Was this a tumble or a trip? I it was constantly to falling it. to where my mom. I looked at her and I was like, "You have to walk me to the bathroom. I'm so drunk. I can't even walk." My mom was very embarrassed. So that tells you something because she doesn't get that embarrassed. No, she so. doesn't. She's so cool about that, that trip. I got sober. Wow. Well, that was the trip that made me get sober. That was yeah. my rock bottom moment. Sliding downstairs? No, the, the entire trip. Let's well, not go here. This is very intense. <laughs> now, we're we're getting, now we're getting dark. What are my AMAs, babe? Okay. Um, we have some great ones today. First, if you're allowed to answer, is it weird having to film with Sandy after everything that happened? Extremely weird. Extremely freaking weird. I am not envious of the people who used to have friendships with him because I feel like I get the long end of this stick where it's like I never really cared for you so like there's nothing to repair there's no memory I can go back to of like you being a good dude or fun times that we had I don't have that you know so for me him coming around is just like he's been around when I haven't wanted him there for a really long time you know but also I'm not going to have Sandoval's presence dictate if I go and have a good time in life where I understand if other people do is that I'm trying to give just enough without getting in trouble yeah that makes sense this next one I believe you've answered before but I know people love when you talk about this so I'm gonna I'm gonna read it I'm also sober and first and foremost want to congratulate you on your sobriety second of all how have you found that it has affected your dating experience. I'm worried about dating for the first time sober. Oh, my gosh. It's affected it <laughs> tremendously. I don't really date. I've had some hookups here and there, but um, you're fully with your thoughts and you can't calm anything down. And there's there's no um, social lubrication. So it's definitely intense. And I think if it's hard for you and triggering to where you feel like you need to drink, I would say halt and do some do some self-work before you throw yourself into the dating scene because I don't think dating is worth um giving up sobriety you know I think if there was I think if I'm going to start dating because I don't go out much I just don't see the point I've seen what's out there and it's like very very grim if I were to start dating I think I I'm warming up to the idea of dating apps oh yeah. I know. I heard you mention that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I I had never been into them, but now just with everything I've experienced and there's a place like I don't think you're going to meet someone at a bar. You're not going to meet someone at a restaurant most likely. Maybe people have, but I think just the new age dating takes place on dating apps where people are there depending on the one you go to and sign up for. People are there to like find their person and we've all kind of hit a wall. So, I grew up with this girl, Danny, and her sister is Whitney Wolf, and she is the creator of Bumble. And I loved when she started this that it was all female driven. You know, the woman makes the call. They also take into account that like safety is first and foremost. So if I if I do decide to start dating again, which I'm not there yet, 
I do think I'm going to dabble in the apps because like the DMs ain't working because that's a booty call. Just like I don't leave the house really unless there's a reason. So like Bumble is probably where I would start dating. And then I can tell people like in my profile, like I don't drink. So it's a different type of dude that's probably going to, you know, attach himself to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You'll match with a different right. group of men. Right. And, yeah. And I just missed the dating apps because Kyle and I have been together for seven years. Bumble, you said female led. So that's like you. I think I'm saying this right. A guy can only talk to you if you've swiped on him. Correct. No. Oh, from what I know, because yeah, I don't me. have it. But I thought if you match the only like he can't DM you unless she DMs first. So even if you match and then like she, I don't know if you can read more about it, but unless she DMs him, he can't even talk to her. Yeah. So it's I up will, to her to start the conversation. The, right. Which I like because now it's almost like getting shut down nicely if you don't get that chat. Right. right. And I like, ego boost. I just like the, the optics of like my life being where I call the shots. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Horrible. What? No. I just feel like my asks aren't that intense. It's like, I just need you to like be kind to me and like don't cheat on me. Like, it's pretty simple. (laughs) You would think. (laughs) Well, you would think. And it's actually very complex. All right. What's the next one? Do you have advice for starting a new chapter in life? I need a boost from my fave girl. Oh, my gosh. Starting a new chapter. Well, I'm all about the universe putting you exactly where you're supposed to be. So I think my biggest thing was creating a relationship with my higher power, making a list of things that I want out of life and then doing whatever I possibly can to achieve those things. And I feel like when you I know this sounds so cheesy and maybe I'm like up in the night. This is just what's worked for me. The relationship with the higher power on top of like me me believing in the universe and working with it has led me to a place where I can live a very happy life that's fulfilling without needing anybody or anything in it, if that makes sense. Like there's not one thing that I can think of where I go, when I have that, I'll be happy. Like happiness just exists. And I think once you have that dynamic with the universe, and maybe I sound like a quack, But this is what's worked for me. So this is what I'm going to project onto all of you. Once you have that dynamic, you end up in a place where you're like, wow, for for the first time, like I feel safe. Because I'm not relying on anything else. That makes sense. Yes. Okay. I hope that helps. Very profound. I have two more. Um, This one, do you think you'll ever want to get married? I don't think I ever want to be legally married, but I would most certainly be into a commitment ceremony where like I invite a lot of people to come celebrate um, a partnership that I hope is for life. But the second like a document is needing signing is where I'm like, no, you keep what you have. I'll keep what I have. And like if this doesn't work out, like we part ways and you move along and I'll do the same. Like the marriage certificate is not important to me especially I said something to mom last night I like walked in feeling like I had just come up with the most profound thing in the world I was like mom I'm about relations not relationships because once you cross into that it turns into relationship (laughs) and she was like how long have you been thinking about that I was like a while (laughs) a while On her way down to Palm Springs and on her way back. I'm like, what's a really good thing to say to sound profound? (laughs) No, but if you think about it, think about it. Kyle and Mauricio. What's the hot guy's name? And Sofia Vergara ended. Jason Momoa ended it with his long time. Yes. These people were all married. What about um, Corey and... Who's Corey? Gamble. And Chris. They're not married, they married and they're going strong. See? They're not married. Actually, um, we don't why know. Ruin a good thing. Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, Ooh. not married. Going freaking strong. thriving. Why ruin a good thing. Don't ruin a Uh-oh. good thing for me. Yeah. For you. Give me a nice, cute little ring. Don't even care what it looks like. Commitment yeah. without like paperwork. The, the paperwork. I mean, I've had paperwork from someone in the legal system and it's not that much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't dig it that much. And I think more people are seeing it 
that way now I know a lot more people now who are like, no, I know who are in healthy long-term relationships. And they're like, no, I never want to get married and not even to bring it back to the dating app. But it made me think that's another thing you can cover before you go out with someone. Hey, not only am I sober, number one, number two, I'm never, I'm not a marriage person. So if you are, I'm not the one for you. And you can just, you don't have to waste a date out. And you, I I was just thinking about that. That's like, yeah. I think I'll find someone like later on in life mm-hmm. when I have what what I want in business, when I have what I want with my two kids <laughs> um, and then Ooh. then we'll decide to like go out and find a partner. Yeah. Right now I'm feeling very happy. So Love that. You're not going to get married. No, Easton. Okay. I think that's what we <laughs> are. There any more? Just to come um, we have one more. Do you one more? Okay. Let's do it. Um, this is just sobriety again, sobriety and how you stay sober with being social. That was never a problem for me. I feel like when I woke up on October 22nd, I, I just knew like I will never touch alcohol again. And I'm standing firm on this because it just like felt dark. Like I knew it felt like an elephant lifted off of my chest when I said I wasn't drinking anymore. I loved that feeling. I liked knowing there was a light at the end of the tunnel and I didn't want to go back. So it kind of goes back to the dating thing. If you're feeling triggered by going out and being social and you want to drink, like, you have to stay home. Yeah. That's just the way. It, if you have a drinking problem and going out triggers you and you have to drink when you're out, you have to choose you and your health and and know that, like, bad things can happen when when you drink too much and it's not worth it. Also, coming up with, like, a little drink that's kind of what, you know— it's like your social lubricant, which for me, I'd have all of the things that I drink depending on where I'm going. If I'm going to a nightclub or filming late, it's like I have a Diet Coke or a Red Bull. If it's like a pool day where people are having rosé, I have an Arnold Palmer. Everything else is like, let's have my sparkling water. So I think once you kind of train your mind, the placebo effect of like, when I have this, it puts me in this mood. I would start doing that. Mm. Yeah. I also I love a stemmed glass. We right. love a stemmed glass. Love a make stemmed, it feel like you're drinking. Make it feel like you're drinking. Yes. Fancy Nancy. Yes, I love that. Um, before we sign off, what is, we'll start with you, TT. What is your ache of the day? I have a sty in my eye. I think I got it in Palm Springs from the wind. So that's great. And now I've been crying because the cat. So now it's just been a whole nightmare. So that's the ache of the week because I don't see this going away anytime soon. And then my relief of the week is... I gotta claim. I, I gotta do this. Oh, that is a nice distraction yeah. after the night you had. And then I get to go home and hang out with Obo. Oh, Obo! Ocean! Ocean! <laughs> yeah, my little, my little stinker. I love it. So that's my relief. Good. That's a good relief. What about you, Jess? Love it. My ache of the week is probably I'm dealing with. Um, we wear headphones now. If you're watching the video, and um, it's hard. To hear my voice so close to my ears. Mm. It's like a bit like nails on a chalkboard to me, to me and and to some listeners, as we know. Okay, it's good for me, though, because I'm dealing with patience. It's just so close. And, you know, some listeners used to DM me and be like, "Um, your voice is like nails on a chalkboard. And I would say, no, it's not really. But mics don't lie. And headphones don't lie. I and like, so I feel like it's good for you to like have them on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Patience. Patience. It Maybe helps. learn how to talk different. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe deepen the voice. I'm totally kidding. Okay. I feel like our yes. voices sound the same. I've always, if you had an annoying voice, I wouldn't be able to spend as much time with you as I do. So mm-hmm. anyone who's pointing that out, tell them to kick rocks. And, kick. and like get a life because there's kick so much rocks. going on in the world right. that like the yeah. last thing I would hone in on is someone's voice, voice. on a podcast. And to the lovely people because I've said this before I don't I love you so much I don't need the DMs that are like those people are rude you have the best voice thank you I love you but it is I'm getting used to so that's my ache but I'll work on it. <clears throat> I'll work on it. <laughs> and my relief is I think just I mean, it is coming in today and being with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's my relief. This, this The week. podcast? Yes. Aww. Seeing my fam. I love that. Yes. That's amazing. I would say the ache of the week for me was probably the Tahoe trip. It was completely emotionally depleting. And my 
my relief was going to the desert, even though it was 120, too hot to even get Mm. into a pool. Just being in that house is so amazing. And I slept in until 10 a.m. Yes. Bravo. Bravo. It was much deserved. Freaking awesome. And we um we get to hang out with O. And the podcast. After a really like dark and heavy night, we get to do the podcast. So there's a lot of relief that came after some dark moments. And I appreciate you all. You guys, I want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Give Them Lala podcast. I hope you enjoyed. I love you all. Happy hump day, and we'll catch you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.